0: as a brand you have to be authentic to who you are and, and when you do that people will kind of become those advocates as what you're saying it's like mm-hmm. they want to be a, they want to be associated with your brand because of really more of what you represent than kind of what you sell
1: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast slash show designed to help you as a small business owner, a marketer to really figure out how to give value back to your audience and then also how to build a brand. So we try to have conversations around creative things, around strategy, around marketing, around just small business marketing ownership to uh, to make sure that you have the, the knowledge that you need to make sure that you have... Every opportunity to get in front of the people that you're trying to affect, give value to, and then essentially make your customer. So, uh, on the line today, though, my co-host today, I'm so excited to have, as always, the amazing Miss Lauren Lewis. Say what's up, Lauren. Hey. Oh, hey, girl, hey. (laughs) And then, another special co-host today, Mr. Jeremy Teff, coming in from Hickory Design. Uh, What's up, man?
0: what's up what's how up thanks, thanks for having me
1: yeah absolutely man absolutely
0: yeah. i'm excited first Dude. podcast so whoa we'll this... yeah well it's... oh Now yeah. that's
1: that's hard to believe jeremy you're you're a legend in the design <laughs> space <laughs> if not in the design space in the duck hunting world no are you a legend there
0: mediocre at all of it but <laughs> yeah uh, i like to do both so yeah yeah, you know, yeah I, that's all right. my, beard, my beard when it's long it, yeah. it kind of has its own persona
1: but other than that yeah, yeah. it's I'm got its, over- it needs to have its own instagram account your beard does yeah. your <laughs> <laughs> uh actually at one point in time it did <laughs> that does not surprise me at all that's awesome all right, so, hey, we're going to dive into, uh, with Jeremy and Lauren today, we're going to dive into a lot of kind of uh, just general design basics and what things you need to look out for when you're branding your business, branding a new product, doing some type of launch, digital presence, some prints, some very just entry-level stuff that a lot of times we overlook. And even myself, I think we're all kind of guilty of that when we're just trying to get ourselves out there. So I want to make sure that, uh, that you have... The knowledge that you need in order to make sure that your product looks great your brand looks great make sure everything's on point and that you're not running 15 different fonts so that can be a thing. Uh, but before we get into that, we'd like to start off with uh, something something that you've been kind of obsessed with for the week whether that be an app or an article or you know some type of YouTube video or something like that. Uh, so I'm gonna kick it over to miss Lauren. So, do you have anything this week that you're super pumped and obsessed about?
2: Okay, I think it says, this is a really strong word. But <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so this, I normally share something that is a little bit more, like, technology, like, excitement. Mm-hmm. But if you're in northwest Arkansas, I checked out a new coffee shop, and I love to try new coffee shops. Ooh. And so, it's called Magnolia House, and it's in Farmington, which there are no coffee shops in Farmington. That's true. It's a tiny little shack um, next to Dairy Queen, okay, <laughs> um, and I was really excited, and I got this – I think it's called like the coconut cream or something. Yeah. I don't know, um, but it had like coconut, cold brew, uh, creme of cacao. Is that how you say it? Oh, it sounds like <laughs> <That's>, a cow. <laughs> no. sounds anyway, amazing, that's amazing. That. Okay, and cream, and it was fantastic i've been thinking about it all day so you should tell nice. me check it out they're just started and they're little and they're really nice so you yeah. should check it out if yeah. you live in northwest Arkansas.
1: so have you did you anybody ever watch portlandia yes the show okay there was okay we're gonna get way off topic real fast okay, That's okay. but there was a uh there was one of their skits that they did where it's like the couple had a safe word and it was cacao and oh my gosh so it got to the point though where they would just like walk by each other and like cacao like don't touch me. Cacao. Cacao. Like it just got to where it's like they walked in the same room like cacao. It was just I'm sorry. It anytime I hear the word cacao, it's that's it's all I can think of. It's just it's a fun word to say. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh all right. Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy's oh. like he's hanging with us here. He's hanging with us.
0: Yeah. So cacao.
1: Maybe maybe, that
0: needs to be our safe word right now.
1: Oh, please. We get too far off topic. Cacao. Cacao, guys. Okay.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, so me, like, I mean, I've been pretty pretty busy this week with, uh, I'm teaching an advanced type class at the UA Fort Smith.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: Awesome. So I've been doing that, but I think what I've been most excited about is really kind of just getting home at night and watching the Ted Bundy tape show on Netflix. Mm.
2: Nice. Is it is good? Like, yeah.
0: It's super creepy. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, it's, you know, it's really creepy, but it's kind of interesting at the same time. So I've been watching that. Maybe that's like the one thing this week that I've kind of looked forward to just kind of like vegging out for an hour and yeah. kind of watching it, you know, kind of just kind of releasing kind of from the daily grind. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's really good, but kind but of, it kind of creeps me out in a weird way. <laughs> I don't know if that's anything to be excited about. But, yeah. uh, so you're yeah, obsessed but
1: with cool. Ted Bundy. That's not weird. Well, you know, I'm
0: going to, yeah, just... <laughs> cacao <yes>. again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bringing it all back around right there. That's awesome. So it's been weird. Like, people have been kind of freaking out about that that series. And whether there, I mean, like, how good of looking that guy was or is? Is he still alive? They killed no, him. He, he was executed. He yeah. was. Okay. Okay. Um, so I don't know a ton about that, but obviously, you know, people were were talking. I mean, it was—it's kind of blown up on Twitter and stuff too about they're like, yeah. you shouldn't—you shouldn't be like so, like admiring such a terrible serial killer. Yeah,
0: you know, right. <laughs> but it's really like that's like creepy and weird. And at the same time, though, it's like it just goes to show you like technology has come so far because like he would have really probably gotten caught like. After the first one, if it would have been nowadays, right? Like, I mean, like there just wasn't like any communication, and they didn't have any uh, like technology, like DNA. It was just really crazy, just like how this guy kind of just blatantly got away with things that people just, just didn't communicate, which was, and that's really what's interesting is kind of to see how far. Like we've kind of developed as a, you know, as a culture that like this, That's awesome. you know, there's less, less of that, yeah. but, um, yeah. I mean, the show's not about that, but when I, that's kind of how I'm kind of looking at it, just like, well, wow, that's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, my thing I'm into this week is way less interesting, probably less creepy too. <laughs> Uh, so, so I was, I was in Austin recently and I think the first place I saw these was, uh, was actually in, maybe in Baltimore when we were up there. But, uh, the bird scooters, the like little electric scooters, have you heard of this? So you actually pay... I mean, it's like super cheap to pay, but my Airbnb was super close to the place that I was working downtown. And so I was able to take some of those, but just making it like super easy. Like you talk about technology, there is like a debate between these because you basically pay, you write it, um, and then you just leave it wherever. And so people will come through at the end of the night and like charge them up and like put them in different places and they find out where people are picking them up and dropping them off the most. So it's, like, a really great business idea. But you just pay from your phone. And you just ride. It's a little electric scooter, and you ride in the bike lane. So, anyway, uh, I think they're awesome. But then there's also kind of, like, there's people that are, like, these are, like, trashing up our sidewalks. Because they're just kind of laying everywhere. Like, you just drop them wherever you want, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's like, a good and bad. It's like, it's, like, the technology thing. But then also it's, like, yeah, they're just random trash, like, all over the place. So, but... Anyway, and then they get graffitied, and... Anyway, Austin, keeping it weird, you know what I'm saying? So, uh...
0: About, like, like, do... Do they, have, they have, like, little, like, like Lysol wipes or something with them, like, when you get on... Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I could use it. Like, charitable no. scooters? Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, da- I'm out. I'm well, out. It's, it's like the city bike, except you don't have to do any exercise. You just stand on it and ride without actually having to pedal or anything, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they probably should invest. Well, I don't even know how that would even happen. But anyway, yeah, they're they're like popping up all over the place too. So I'm sure we will uh, eventually. Our small cities will eventually have them if they don't already. So anyway, uh, so that kind of transitioning into so Bird actually has a good type. Like their uh, their font looks amazing. How they set it up, it looks very it's very forward. So we should we should we'll put that in the show notes there to to put all of our finds in there. But talking about design. In general, uh, we're going to talk, I guess, mainly about branding and maybe digital branding um, rather than just a complete package. But, Jeremy, the reason that uh, we really enjoy talking to you, I mean, you and I have obviously talked uh, for knowing each other for a while and worked on a couple projects and stuff together. But the the reason we want to talk is like you do a great job of kind of building this full i don't even know if it's called ecosystem i'm not a designer but like an ecosystem type thing to where it's like you share multiple ways of using and it's it's like a style guide but uh, anytime so if you guys are not already you should follow definitely follow uh jeremy on instagram and then also um hickory designs um because he posts even i think even today man you put something in your stories but it was like a full branding package for, I guess, a client yeah. or somebody that you're working with. And I was like, this is exactly what we're talking about today um, of just good. I mean, it's just great branding and so um, good design. And so um, what are kind of some of the elements that you see? And we can kind of all talk about this, but Jeremy, what are kind of some of the the foundational elements that you really t- kind of help your clients get, get a, I don't know how to say it, like set them up. Like what are some basic things that people really need to do whenever they're first starting out, looking to design a logo, a branding for their company, whatever it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think number one is they kind of have to know who they are, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's really important as a, as a company, as a product, you kind of have to know like what your product is, who your audience is, who you're trying to target. And then, you know, you kind of have to go into that, the mentality of the design phase, you know, design around that at the same time. But um it's really more about consistency for me. And that's just like whether it's setting type standards or color standards or the way you make a post on Instagram or how you talk about your company or the message that you're trying to portray. Mm-hmm. Um people kind of underestimate just being consistent, you know, and I think if you yeah. kind of look at through really successful brands whether it's through social media or on the digital platform or even out in print, like the one thing that's in common is like, you can look at it and you instantly recognize who it is because they are a consistent message every time you see it. So I think yes. consistency is probably the most, one of the most important things. And, and, you know, my job as a designer is, is to kind of set those guardrails for brands um, in the beginning. So they can kind of, you know, they could have some functionality or some, obviously, uh, room to play around with inside those guardrails, but usually everything is fairly consistent on how it's kind of, you know, projected out to their client base or the, or the public.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I think we, it's easy to spot bad branding and bad design. Um, but almost with good design, it just, it just seems like it just flows. It seems like it's, oh yeah, that's, that's how it should be. You know what I mean? So it makes it look kind of effort, effortlessly. And so, or effortless. Yes. So it is one of those things that I think that, um, that paying attention to that, obviously being consistent, um, around all of you, I'm I'm everywhere. So that way they know, Hey, I go to their website, they look the same, their Facebook page, their Instagram, like it doesn't always have to have exactly the same everything, but obviously a good feel. Um, so if you have darker colors, if you have, um, you know, Dark blacks and high, you know, high whites. Like keeping that that consistency. Or if you're very warm, whatever uh-huh. it is, keeping that the same. Um, and I know we've run into this too with with some different companies launching products. How how important is it to really keep in that same uh, same line? Because I, I'm I'm kind of personally, I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to having a style guide and staying within those realms. But uh-huh. then you launch a certain product. You want to obviously make sure it plays with the main design, the main uh, guidelines, but how, I guess I'm trying to say, how far out can you go from that to make sure, you know, it's not too crazy, I guess?
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would say that, you know, brand guidelines, style guidelines are created to be just that, right? They're guidelines. And I think that whenever I, or I design one for a client or a brand, I kind of, Present them with the with the idea that hey, this is a set of guidelines. It's not hard fast rules, right? Mm-hmm. Like you are going to have to grow outside of this eventually. Um, whether it's a new product launch that you just kind of want to do something different for, but I think the one thing that is always really important is that whatever you build outside of it, it, it kind of starts with the with the, I guess, the building blocks of you know, the color scheme and the typefaces and those things remain consistent, but you can kind of treat them in a new way. Or maybe you add in another color for a product just because you need that to kind of help. But it's really, it's not so much uh, that you can't go outside of the brand guidelines or the style guide. Uh, I just think that you have to look at it as like, how can I, you know, expand this? So it stays, it feels like everything else I've done. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're treating the photography the same or you're treating you know, the messaging the same and those are your consistencies and then your product's a little bit different. So you might, you know, change the color or something like that. Um, but I think just like staying as consistent as possible, especially with a new product. And if you want to differentiate it at all, yeah. um, you know, it's just, how can we build out and expand upon what we've already kind of created as a base? Not so much of, I have to, you know, it has to be, you know, this PMS color all the time, every time it's like, eventually you're going to have to, you know, add to that, you know, in the future if if you plan on growing your brand, because I mean, I think brands are, um, they have to be adaptive nowadays. Like you just can't be, you can't just be putting your same logo on everything. So like what you saw today is a really an ecosystem of marks. So the guy that I did the um, logo for, you know, I was like, here's your logo, your primary logo that, you know, right now launching, um, this is what you want people to know you by. It says who you are, it says what you do, it's kind of everything you need. And as people recognize that more, you you have these supporting marks that you can kind of start to um, implant into other media, whether it's profile pictures or um, t-shirt designs or hats or whatever. And that way your brain gets a little bit more um, flexible Mm -hmm. in the future. But I think that starting out, being consistent with what you're doing early is really important.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know Lauren, you work a lot, um, especially with different, different clients trying to it's keep great. everything. And, and, you know, it's, it's hard, especially when you're kind of the one protecting that, but you're also kind of creating the content, um, right. to make sure that they know why <laughs> you chose a certain thing. Cause I don't I know, we've, I've worked with clients too, where it's like, Hey, well, we like purple and pink today. And tomorrow we like red and green. And we, you know, sure. we kind of mix the two and you're just like, Whoa, 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 whoa! Or even, you know, they go on word swag and start designing all kinds of crazy, crazy, fun, app, fun, yeah, all kinds of stuff. So, what what have you really experienced in that space with creating content?
2: I think it's a challenge, um, just because I think sometimes they don't understand the value of the consistency, like Jeremy was talking about. Um, and I think, like, I know I get a lot of, um, like, hey, I saw this really cool post. Do you want, don't you want to share it? And I'm like, well, it matches nothing of your feel, nothing <laughs> of your colors, your font. It looks like it was from the 90s. Like, I don't know why we want to share that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and it's it's challenging because a lot of times you're seeing a lot of different philosophies coming to play, especially if you have multiple people that are talking to, like, for instance, me, who does social media management. Um But it can be a real challenge um, for sure. But I think when you start showing the value of good branding and they start kind of seeing um, the look and the feel, because I think to me, I think good branding builds good culture if that makes any sense where people really want to be a part of it and I think a great one which is ironic we're talking to Jeremy is Onyx like you want to buy their stuff because Mm -hmm. you're like I look cool in it like (laughs) I feel (laughs) really cool like I am a part like people are going to think I'm cool because I'm wearing an Onyx shirt you know what I mean it's it's not just what's wrong with that Lauren
1: I mean are you kind of calling me out I mean I have like five Onyx hats and I feel cool I mean, yeah, I, I think you both are really cool.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, Jeremy, Jeremy sees yeah. this stuff walking down the street and he's like, yeah, I was, I was part of that. That's fine. You, you no, know. I'll wear it. i wear it. There yeah, you go. yeah, absolutely. No, I'm but, but always you're... down for a free t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> True. Go ahead, Laura. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, wouldn't you agree, Jeremy? Like, like you would think it creates kind of a culture that people want to be a part oh. of and it's kind of unspoken, but it's awesome.
0: Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. I think that you you kind of nailed it, you know, with Onyx and I think what they've done really well is they're one of those brands that loves to step outside of like their, their world and like they're always innovating, you know, but the one thing that I will say that they do really well is they're always really consistent that they kind of put design first, Um, even if it's like a different, you know, kind of if it's a new design that we haven't seen, whether it's a new skull or it's a new rose or it's a new panther, Um, their message is always the same. It's like, hey, you know, we don't really kind of settle for anything that anybody else thinks is just the norm. Like, this is what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, This is who we are. And and, and that's kind of what people have gravitated towards. I mean, obviously, they have a really great product. Their coffee is Mm -hmm. really top-notch. And I think that's another big part of branding is, like, you know, you can only make somebody – as authentic as you want them to be right and i think authenticity is something that onyx does really well they're very authentic they're very transparent about what they do you know they're always sharing things um so that makes people want to gravitate towards them just because of that authenticity um you know and i think that as a brand you have to be authentic to who you are And, and when you do that people will kind of become those advocates as what you're saying is like mm-hmm. they want to be, a, they want to be associated with your brand because of really more of what you represent than kind of what you sell.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, when we talk about that in the marketing space too. You can have the best marketing campaigns. You can have the biggest budgets. You can do all of the marketing things correctly, but if your product sucks, like, it doesn't matter, you know? Um, so, and that's that's something to remember, too. So, you could have the most beautiful designs and branding and, you know, font. And everything just flows well in your logo and colors. But if your product stinks, then it doesn't really matter. Um, so, that has to be true. And, and that goes back to the authenticity. It's like building that company, being authentic, making sure that people know what your core values are. Um, and I think you're right. I think John's done a great job at Onyx of... Kind of consistently portraying that, and they—they they really you talk about the the completely the crazy, I guess world that they've created with. They don't just have the one logo. I mean, they have their their main yeah. one, but man, they have the coffee and science. You're right. The the sugar skull. They've they've now gone into the world thing, the globe
2: yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, and they've <laughs> they've kind of obviously really push the bounds of of what their their brand in general is, but um, you can still tell that it's like, oh, that's still onyx, right 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 absolutely yeah um, so going into this so if if somebody is really trying, you know they they know that their branding is all over the place their their message is just convoluted. they don't really have a consistency across platforms. Um, what do you think is kind of the most important important or first step? to do as a company, you know, their marketing directors come into this company and there's just all, it's a mess. Um, Lauren, we'll kind of start with you, but what do you think you kind know, of the first thing that somebody should do um, to kind of set the stage and, and head in the right direction?
2: Well, I feel like nervous. Cause like Jeremy's <laughs> <he's> the pro.
1: <laughs> uh, he's, he's fine. He's, he, you know, yeah. he's not yeah.
0: here. He's I'm going I'm, I'm to non-agree everything. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. You uh, I think it's, it's, you know, we talk about like how cool Onyx is because they're pushing the bounds, but they start with basics. And I think Jeremy mentioned that earlier is really staying consistent to a foundation. So building that foundation. So um, maybe keeping yourself to a real strict boundary at first, like, hey, you're going to choose two fonts. This is your header. This is your subtitle, you know, or maybe three. Here's your, your text. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting big, you know, um, and it's nothing crazy. They're simple. You know, we're not, you know, do a jokerman font or something <laughs> uh, dear lord no um and then uh, maybe choosing two colors um and then also i would think also looking at your logo and saying okay you know is this does this match who we are do we need to look into you know maybe getting a design consultation for a, an actual professional logo because i can say a lot about your company mm-hmm. um, you don't want to look dated and or weird or not representing who you really are um, so those are my starters for sure. Also how you treat pictures. I think it's important for your social media. Um, you know, if you're choosing particular filters or what type of photos, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just kind of wonder about certain people. What are you posting? Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need squirrel photos on, you know, a medical community's page. Yeah. Like what? You know, so. You
1: gotta wonder. No, it'd be six people <laughs> sure. running their Instagram account, so, and everybody's posting what they want, it's so. Um, now, I'll comment on that real quick. That is super important because I, I worked with a nonprofit um, a couple of years ago and. We got to talking about that, and, and like I said, I can offer some some helpful tips and stuff and point them in the right direction of who they needed to talk to. But I told them, they were like, well, we really want to do some fundraising. And this was a, a phenomenal nonprofit that helped. They actually had helped our family um, with adoption and kind of support and that type of stuff. And we got to talking with them, and I was like, people just, they were like, well, what was your first impression of us? And I was like, I, you, I didn't take you guys seriously because you had just a, it was like a hand-drawn something that was not good and then also it was just you know colors they had like five or six different color palettes that they were just wearing i mean it was just it was all over the place and i think that really stuck with them. and i was like i'm really not trying to be mean but i just i didn't take you seriously i didn't know how serious you guys were we we appreciated the help but i think it really resonated with them like well, we want to be taken seriously. And then they were able to get the funds together to actually hire a professional designer that built out the whole thing for them. And now their website looks great. Everything is cohesive. It's consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a big piece of it. But um, I agree, Lauren. I think kind of that keeping that strict, especially if you're starting out, hey, this is where we're at. Mm -hmm. These are our colors and kind of branching out from there. So, Jeremy, do you have anything to add?
0: Yeah, no, I think you guys kind of nailed it, right? I think it all starts even before picking fonts and choosing colors and designing a logo. I think it's defining what your product is or what your, what your core value is as a business. Um, because all of that that comes after it's going to it's going to be influenced by what that is. So, you know, setting your vision statement or your mission statement or what it is and just really nailing down like, who you are as a business. I mean, if it's, you know, building furniture and that's your primary goal and you want to build the greatest, you know, furniture in Northwest Arkansas or what, you know, whatever that is, like defining who you are and then sticking to it and finding a creative way or hiring somebody as a, you know, a designer or marketing professional to kind of help you tell that story Mm -hmm. is, is what's really, uh, as important as, you know, kind of narrowing down the colors and the fonts and, and all that, which I think is, what creates that consistency. But again, I always go back to just like, who are you as a brand and kind of what defines you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and that, that is, I mean, honestly, super important, especially if you are trying to tell the story of your business, if you don't know where you're going, um, it's not really going to matter what you choose. (laughs) So, um, same with, and I'll say this too. If you're, if you're starting out, don't, don't be emotionally attached. People get emotionally attached to icons and, you know, branding elements, and they're just like, well, we have to have this. We have to. And it's like, you know, get some get some outside opinions. People who have no emotional tie to your your company or brand, whatever it is, or the product even that you're launching, um, make sure that you get those opinions and really take those into account, uh, especially if they're a part of your target audience. Like, go to your customers, say, hey, right. how does this work with you, you know? Um, right. And so that's that's a big piece of it because you never you never know because if they're not resonating with it chances are other people are not and they're not automatically going to pick up your product off the shelf or click buy now or whatever it is that you're doing um, so have those customer conversations too. So Absolutely.
0: I think those are vital. So yeah. 100% Absolutely. agree with that.
2: Yeah. I think the thing I see a lot also is um needing to simplify. It's just everything's very busy. Everything there's so much that I have to do just, put everything about my business out there. And it's it's so much that the customer will never be able to focus in on what you actually are or what you're going to sell, so they just leave. Yeah, I mean, right. which is really sad, um, even if it's a great, great products that you have, that they need to be able to hone in on specific things, on your specific message. Um, and great branding can help you do that.
0: Absolutely. Simplify. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, what's it like, Jeremy, to be walking around the city and just see all of these just busyness all the time? Are you just are you just have blinders on? Like, no, either? no.
0: I mean, I think, you know, I, I love Northwest Arkansas. I think it's like growing. I, what I see it is opportunity, you know, and it's like when these people reach out, it's like, hey, how can I help? Um, you know, I, I I love living here and I, I, I thought that this area um, – Has come a long way in the design side of things Uh, since that. You know, I mean, I think there's a lot of a lot more businesses and startups that are really becoming more design focused. Um, I'd like to see more of it, obviously, as a designer, right? Um, That's how I feel. But at the same time, like uh, I kind of look around and see opportunity. It's like you know, I think that I could you know go help them or maybe somewhere along the lines like that conversation happens because there's a lot of really great businesses. They have a lot of really bad
1: branding in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's never mind. I was, I was about to say <laughs> we. <laughs> And we'll we'll cut it right there. Um, No, I... (laughs) No, no, no. Don't name a name. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) But I will say this. I mean, there's a Maya Angelou saying that is something like, we didn't know, but now that we know, we'll do better. Something along that lines. And I mean, I think we were all in that spot, too, where it's like, um, obviously, I don't know everything there is about design. There's a lot of things that I've put out there that I look back on. I'm like, oh, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible stuff. Yeah. But we all grow and learn. So go ahead, Lauren.
2: Yeah. Which leads to a really good question, I guess is, I think, Jeremy, from your professional standpoint, for people who say, you know, hey, I've had you know this business for years and years and years, um, and I've had this logo and kind of had this look and everything, um, do you suggest rebranding them to be more modern and fresh, or do they kill the legacy? You know what I mean? Like, I I hear that where they're like, I don't want to let go because people won't know who I am, but it looks super dated, and it's like...
0: I think that, like... um there's a way to rebrand businesses that have been really well established and reflect their history um, and kind of modernize it. Uh, You know, I, you know, some things get tied over. I've done some rebranding projects for some businesses and, you know, some of them have just been like a complete redo. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we just, we just, we we're doing this because we haven't communicated who we were very well. Mm -hmm. And we don't feel like that's represents us or they'll come and say, you know, yeah, this represented us when we started, but we don't feel like it's who we are now you know, we've kind of grown yeah. and that, that happens a lot in the rebranding phase. Um, but I always, always try to kind of work in something that kind of pays homage to where they started, um, yeah. whether it's just like a, you know, a font or a typeface or a symbol or something that, that pulls out of their history. And I think that goes into like, when you're kind of designing a brand, like I do a lot of research, you know, so I try to pull out aspects of like, maybe something that, they overlooked as not as important, but then when you kind of bring it to their attention, they're like, yeah, you know, that kind of, you know, it's just kind of a tip of the cap more than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever you can kind of inject those small things into a rebrand, it kind of helps. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Kind of help it modernize. So yeah, I think, I think it could go both ways. I think you could kind of hit reset or you could, you know, Maybe maybe it's not as bad as it looks. They just need a new font update, or, or like, right. or maybe they need to be on a digital platform. Maybe their website is just like, you know, nineteen ninety two, you know, yeah. tables and <laughs> maybe rows. they
2: use papyrus across. Yeah. Oh.
0: yeah, we would kill that for sure. But
1: oh man, oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the it's the trigger word now in the design world is papyr- papyrus, papyrus, papyrus. <laughs> mm. Um, but I, I think too I, there's there's a lot of times that even myself I'm I, I look at something I'm like, hey, you should modernize your logo, but then you also look at their audience and that mm-hmm. where where you know who they're branding to or who they're trying to reach, that really communicates with them, you know so um, mm-hmm. it, I think it goes back to the very beginning when we talk is who is your audience, who you're trying to impact you know who do you want to be your customer? Um, and so it's it's always fun to have something cool and hip. But yet if that's not, if you're, if you're people like that turns them off, let's, well, you know, obviously it's good to know that. So, but, uh, anyway, all right, we'll wrap up, uh, right here. So any final thoughts, um, I guess for anybody out there who is, uh, who's trying to get out and obviously, you know, make sure that they're, they're reaching their customers. Um, any final thoughts for, uh, or encouragement for those marketers or, people who are small business owners who are really trying in the, in that space what what do you got Lauren
2: I mean I think any form of simplification if you've got a lot going on and I think Jeremy's talked a lot about finding about who you are and really trying to communicate that to your audience through your branding I mean I think that's great because you're going to try to reach more people um, so taking small steps whether it be you know simplifying your font choices or your colors I know we've talked about that a lot um, but it can even be your verbiage you know if you're all mm-hmm. over the place you know one day you're super serious next day you're really goofy then you know you're posting memes and then the next day you're talking about death you know it's just weird you know like (laughs) or
1: ted bundy either one
2: yeah i mean you just need to make sure that there's you, like jeremy said earlier consistency across the board trying to go for that i think really does a lot and it can really help your audience hone in on who you are and then it can help you match you to the correct audience that's going to be engaged and want to be a part um, of your business
1: yeah absolutely Absolutely. And I, I would say even, even piggyback off that is to not be overwhelmed. Like you yeah. can get in this space and you're like, Oh, we need all of these things. We need to redesign. We well, now we need a new brochure. Now we need all it. And then all of a sudden you're just kind of paralyzed, you know, in, in making a decision too. So, um, that's, that's great. So any, any final words there, Jeremy? Yeah. I think that, you know, starting
0: out as a business, it can be a little bit overwhelming of a task to either brand or rebrand or, you know, where are we going next? How do we look at this? I think, I mean, I'm going to say hire a designer, but I think the, the really important part of that though is not, even if it's not, you know, even if you don't have the, the funds to hire a designer, I think that what we said is, it's really important. It's just that consistent, you know, if you have a logo now, embrace it. If you, if you don't have the funds, it. but you know, branding takes time, you know, it, it's mm. not something that just happens overnight. You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to go get a new logo and a new, couple of font choices and colors and all of a sudden you're going to be on your way to like a successful business right Mm -hmm. um but i do think that what it will do is it'll put you in a place to grow and i think that's really important and it'll give you those guardrails we talked about to kind of move forward in your business and, and really kind of begin to kind of you know flesh out what the rest of your brand looks like in two or three or four or five years Um, so maybe it is as simple as starting with a new logo or, uh, your messaging on how you're going to, um, talk to people on your social platforms or just like, uh, you know, Lawrence said earlier, it's just, it's just the the images that you choose, you Mm -hmm. know, being consistent with, you know, the filters and, and what images you're choosing, if it's on social media, um, any way that you can kind of narrow it down and, and do it and until you can secure what you need to maybe hire a designer and come in and, and help out, I think it's really important. So, you know, be consistent um, and then be you and be authentic. And I think those are the, the two things that are going to take your business yeah uh, other, another level.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, Jeremy, where can people find if they, if they are in the place now that they're needing to hire I don't I don't know, yeah. I'm just out there. So if you look
0: if you're looking if you're looking, if you're looking <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, I have a, a landing page somebody um, I mean the cobbler's kids always need new shoes as you like to say in the <laughs> industry. Um, it's a landing page right now. It's uh, hickorydesign.co okay. uh www.hickorydesign.co or you can find me on Instagram at jeremyteff or hickorydesign.co on Instagram. Um, and you can DM me, or you can email me from the website, or uh, however you can get in contact with me, that's that's the easiest two ways to kind of do it.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, man, thanks so much for joining us today, jumping in on the conversation. Uh, thank you, Lauren, as always, rocking the gold headphones, showing us up here, always bringing yep. the style. Um. So, hey, thank you guys so much again. And also, tune in to, uh, to obviously some more episodes. But if you want the show notes, uh, go to goroguex.com. We will have those available for you and all of Jeremy's links. Uh, back to him as well if you need to find that. But thank you so much for joining us and have an awesome day. Well, thank
0: you, guys. Appreciate it.